everyone's looking for the young guy. They're looking for McVeigh. I think take a shot out Todd Bowles, get him a second shot at head coach, and see if he can do it. I, I don't think they will. If they don't have Anthony Davis, I'm saying it right now, if Anthony Davis is out for the playoffs, they don't make it out of the first round. It's crazy. And our kids will know how great Tom Brady is because he's going to be playing. Uh, Yes, it is 15.0%. That's what the Yankees brought Garrett Cole to do. He was a six-round pick. This is a fairy tale story that's being written in front of our eyes. People like to call him their JV team, and they just stole one of their better players. They didn't struggle against the Padres. The Padres didn't really put up a fight in most of the games. Uh, Jerry Jones, hope you're listening. Hi, I'm Landon Bow, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NBA Opinions of the Week. You know, Austin, we timed this out perfectly well. Um, Once again, I'm Kevin and the big man on this show, Austin, for our top 10 centers. Yeah, uh, we've done all of the positions before this one. This is our last one. If you guys haven't checked out point guard, shooting guard, small forward, or power forward, please go do that. But this is it. This is what we're ending with. We're ending with centers, the five position. Uh, Kevin, I'll let you go first with your number 10. This one, I'm curious where you, if you have him on this list. My 10 is DeAndre Ayton. I do not. I do not have DeAndre Ayton on my list. My number 10 is Rudy Gobert. He had a rough season last year, but I still think he's top 10. Uh, we'll have to see how this season progresses and if he can really get a hold of that center position with Carl Anthony Towns playing the four, that kind of arrangement didn't really work out for the Timberwolves last year. But if it does this year, I could see them being improved. Uh, the trade they obviously made for him is going to go down no matter what almost as one of the worst trades ever. Uh, but it will especially be that if they struggle again this next season. Yeah, I like how we both chose um, two centers. Uh, Rudy Gobert provides value. Um, and I, I do think Aiton provides value scoring-wise, and I do think he's a good rebounder uh, or a little bit. He's just – we. I, I don't have Gobert on my list, but it was a possibility. But these guys have value, but I just prefer the value of everyone else above them. Yeah. So I'll go into my nine. It's Nick Claxton. He came on the scene. He's really a great defensive center. Uh, he just hasn't done it. He really came on last. I know he's always been good, but really top of the caliber center uh, for um, my for just centers in general. And so I think he needs one more year, but he could definitely shoot up this list. What about who's your nine? I agree. I have Claxton at nine as well. Claxton's very talented. I was going back and forth between Claxton and Gobert, but I think because these rankings are for next season, they aren't necessarily based on the past, even though they are based on the past. They, this is how we think those players will progress, and I think Claxton is better than Gobert. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I paused because I was like, wait, I thought of a center, and I'm like, Do I, should I have him on this list? But we'll see where it goes. But, um, yeah, who's your eight? So my number eight – is Jared Allen. He's obviously the Cavs starting center. He was very good this past season. He's kind of the same mold that Claxton, Gobert uh, type of player, high efficiency, 
can get some boards. He's a better rebounder than Claxton, uh, but he didn't have as many blocks. He didn't have as many rebounds as uh, Gobert, but I, I think he's very talented, and I, I think he'll have a resurgence season this next year. Yeah, um, I'll get to him a little bit later. Um, my eight is Paulo Banquero. I'm not sure if he's on your list, but I really like him. I think he's great offensively, and I view him as a center. And defensively, he has some. But he provides a lot of value offensively. But to me, he's not a liability. Yeah, that's interesting. I haven't seen anyone consider Paolo as a center. He played only 3% of his minutes at center last year. 70% at power forward and 27% at small forward even. But uh, So he did not make my list. I I considered him for the power forward list, but I didn't have him here. My number seven is Miles Turner. Very talented big who had a – his breakout year last year, we were all waiting for Miles Turner to finally get it together offensively and be able to shoot the ball efficiently and do some other things. And he finally did that before last year, his most points average in a season was 14.5 last year. He averaged 18. He averaged the most rebounds per game of his career. The, uh, he still averaged 2.3 blocks. So that was good. And he averaged 37%, which he had never done on the type of attempt numbers. He's, Attempted four attempts per game-ish over the last four years, but last year was the first year he actually averaged above 35%, and he did that with the best field goal percentage of his career. He just had a great season, and I think he'll be great this year as well. Yeah, I'm in complete agreement. He is my seven as well. Miles Cerner, yeah, um, he's been a Mavs target. I've heard a lot about him, a fit with the Mavs, even though it's not happening. But yeah, he's a really great player, and I view him as a seven. I'll go into my six. It's Jared Allen. So Turner really burst onto the scene last year. Jared Allen, to me, he's been a guy I've really liked. I wanted him on the Mavs. I thought when the Cavs got him, it was for relatively cheap. Great defender and just has done it longer than more of these guys defensively, even though he did bring up some numbers on how um, some – I think Claxton was better than him. But to me, he's done it a little bit longer. But this is a big year for him. And Mobley as well, but I still think he's borderline top five center. Yeah, so you have Allen a little bit higher than me. My number six is Brooke Lopez. I believe he should have won Defensive Player of the Year last year. Didn't get it. And uh, I already realized I'm forgetting a player that I said I would have here, right? Did I? One second. Let me let me check my power. Well, I'll add, because Brooke Lopez is the guy I'm like, wait, he's not on my list. And I was like... Should he be on my list? Yeah, so I'm going to make a quick adjustment and move everybody. I'll move Claxton to 10, Jared Allen to 8, Miles Turner. I'll keep Miles Turner at 7. I'm going to put Jaron Jackson Jr. at 8. I totally forgot that he was going to be – because I was thinking about him as a power forward. and I So when I was doing my center list, I thought I had him on my power forward list, but then I realized, no, that's right. He played center last year, the majority. So I'm going to – Quick adjustment, and Gobert will be my honorable mention. And then my seven, I guess, now is uh, – or my, my my eight. Yeah, my eight's now Jaron Jackson. So my six, Brooke Lopez. I thought Brooke Lopez was better than Jaron Jackson Jr. last year on the defensive side of the ball. He, I believe, should have been the uh, defensive player of the year. Didn't turn out. Uh, but uh, I guess I had to make a quick adjustment to my list. Uh, who is your 
I'll go into my number five. So my number five is DeMontis Sabonis. Sabonis is an amazing talent. I've seen him high, as high as number three on other lists. I don't really agree with that. I think that he's talented, but he's not better than anybody above him on this list. Uh, he's a great passer, but his defensive liabilities kind of don't uh, – it, it puts a lot of trouble for the Kings when they go against a center like some of these top guys. All right, I have Sabonis a little bit higher than you. And, um, yeah, Jaron Jackson was my power forward. So I was like, oh, he's not on my list, but I checked. He's on my power forward list. But um, my five is Bam Adebayo. I think he's a great defensive center. He does struggle offensively. But to me, just his ability to hang with a lot of centers um, puts him up higher. And I trust him defensively over these other guys while other guys have off or better offensively like Miles Turner and Paulo. But yeah, so Bam Adebayo is my five. Then Sabonis is my four. Um, just because I really like Sabonis offensively, you didn't mention some limitations, but I think his production really puts him high up here. And um, yeah, I would take Sabonis over Adebayo, Jared Allen, Miles Turner. Um, but once we get to the, I'm curious who you have, have at four. I have Bam, so we flip those. I have Bam at number four. I believe he deserves it. I think his defensive prowess makes him better for the playoffs, in which case makes him a better player. Uh, he He is his impact on the game, I think, is more during the playoffs, especially as we saw him guarding great centers. So I, I have him at four. Uh, I see. So, yeah, that's a little funny. I How think we we're going to have the top three. Yeah, and this is the top three I want to talk about. To me, these guys are just different. I, I would agree. There is definitely a tear jump when you get to, I'll just say my top three from three to one. It's Anthony Davis at three. Joel Embiid at two, and the best player in the league, in my opinion, Nikola Jokic at one. You sure you're not looking at my list? By the way, we have separate screens, so he's not looking at my list. That's just my list. So three Anthony Davis, two Joel Embiid, one Jokic. Jokic, I think, was a given. Yeah. um, Embiid versus Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis was tough for me because do I view him as a power forward or a center? True. And I need Embiid to take that next step in the playoffs. I think he will this year. And that's why I have him higher than AD. But if he has another season where he's obviously not the best player on the court, because I thought Tatum was better than him during that series against the Celtics. If he's not the best player in the court in the second round, when you're supposed to be, uh, especially when you're an MVP candidate, he will fall uh, below AD, but AD's injury problems as well. Kind of put him in this range. But we we all we agree on the top five. We have a little bit of a different order between four and five, but the top three were pretty uh, set in stone. Yeah, I was I'm surprised we have this much. But yeah, AD for me the injuries. Even though Embiid struggles with injuries, AD struggles them a little bit more, and Embiid adds a little bit more offensively. But you do bring up some uh, questions for his playoff performance. But yeah, Jokic, I think there isn't much to talk about. He's just so good, and it's going to be tough. Uh, for um, Jokic to – for someone to supplant Jokic. Um, I just think he's much better than the two and three. And uh, that's all I got. I'll give this to you, and I'll let you close it out. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Like I said earlier in the video, if you guys have not seen our power forward, small forward, shooting guard, or point guard, please go check that out. And let us know where we made mistakes. Who have we left off the list? I obviously had to make – 
a change of mind. So what does your list look like? And thank you guys for listening.